In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of the Coptic month of Tuba, and today the reading is from John chapter 9. And the theme of the Coptic month of Tuba is that our Lord Jesus Christ, He came to save all people, the Jew and the Gentile. And in the readings of today, we see that the Lord Jesus Christ, He is the true light that gives light to every man coming into the world. We We see that the Lord came to take away our blindness. The Bible is full of verses that speak about blindness. In Luke chapter 4, when the Lord, he read the scroll from Isaiah, the Lord read the scripture that said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. This was the mission of the Lord, to give sight to the blind. And when the Bible speaks about blindness, it is clear that the blindness that the Bible is referring to is not referring to the ability of the eye, or the inability of the eye, rather. Like I was looking this morning, according to the NIH, Only 0.5% of the U.S. population is blind. And only 2-3% of the population has significant vision loss. But if you were to ask the Bible, what is the percentage of blindness in society? I think... I don't know what the percentage would be precisely, but I can guarantee that the rate of blindness in this country would be significantly higher. Because blindness is not about the ability of the eye. It is about believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Whenever the Lord criticized the Pharisees, He said to them, Woe to you blind guides! Woe to you blind guides! Who say, whoever swears by the temple does nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obliged to perform it. In the Gospel of St. John, our Lord says, A little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. While you have the light, believe in the light that you can become sons of light. And right after that, the Lord said, or the gospel says, but although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him, that the word of Isaiah the prophet might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Lord, who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, because Isaiah said, he has blinded their eyes. He has hardened their hearts, lest they should see with their eyes. Spiritual blindness is a huge, huge, huge problem. If I couldn't see this cross right in front of me, you would say, I am blind. Because it's in my field of vision, yet I am not able to see it. The Lord Jesus Christ, through His incarnation, came into our field of vision. He lived in the flesh. He stood before the kings, the governors, the Pharisees, the multitudes. Even in the hymn that we just chanted, it said, the slaughtered one was 
seen. The slaughtered one is seen. The slaughtered one is present among you. Did you see him? Are you seeing him? If you cannot see him, this is blindness. And today, many people, they cannot see God in their life. And that's why today, although God is still working in our life, although He is very present, the question for us today is, do we see the hand of God in our life? Today I want to speak about eradicating blindness. Eradicating blindness. We want to see the Lord's hand in our life. We want to feel His presence in our life. We want to see His glory in our lives. And thank God, the Lord, He came to remove our blindness. The good news for us, is that you don't need an expensive surgery. You don't need LASIK. LASIK, very expensive. I got it. It was very... I didn't like it. I mean, I like it, but I don't like it. But all we have to do is abide in His light. If we abide in His light, then we will be able to see. That was what the psalm said today. In your light we shall see light. Today I want to speak about three ways we can abide in the light. The first way we can abide in the light, or the first cure of blindness, is the truth. The truth. The truth helps us to see clearly, to judge or perceive things accurately. Imagine someone, he has wrong lenses in their frames. They can see, but they cannot see accurately. I feel in society these days, many people are wearing the wrong lenses, and so they see the world inaccurately. The challenge or the difficulty here is that sometimes even we won't realize that we're wearing the wrong frame, or the wrong lenses, I mean. How would you realize that you are wearing the the wrong lenses? The only way you could figure it out is maybe you're in a classroom and there's something written on the board and the person next to you is able to read everything. So then you say, oh, Allah, the haga is wrong with my eyes. The only way that you could tell that you are blind is by referring to a standard. And then to Ruhul Doktor, and then they give you an exam and they make you stand a certain distance from a place and they put an A, kida, and you stand a certain distance. And if you can see the A, if you can't see the A, you are blind. So you are measuring yourself against a standard. This is the truth. The only way you can see if you are blind is if you measure yourself against the, the truth. Solomon, he says in the book of Proverbs, he says, There is a generation, there is a generation that is pure in its own eyes. Yet it is not washed from its filthiness. They have filthiness. But they see themselves pure in their own eyes. We need to seek the truth in order to see clearly. That's why I love the Sinexar. The Sinexar are so important. These are the kids in the class we should compare our sight to. We should compare our vision to them. This is why confession is so important. Confession is my eye exam. It is seeking the truth. It is actually exposing the truth about me. I will not deceive myself anymore and say things that say I'm okay when things are not okay. I go get an eye exam. 
The Pauline epistle today speaks about the ignorance of the Israelites. The ignorance of the Israelites because they're not abiding in truth. These were the people of God. But because they stopped seeking truth, because they stopped seeking truth, they were cut off. St. Paul, he says, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of this mystery, lest you should be wise in your own opinion. Do not be wise in your own opinion that the blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Deception, the lies, they distort the truth, they impair our vision. We deceive ourselves when we are wise in our own opinion. We believe that we are something that we are not. And actually, when the Lord was critiquing the church of the Laodiceans in Revelation chapter 3, He accused them of this ignorance, of this this self-deception, of this being wise in their own opinion. Look at what the Lord said to the church. He said, because you say, I am rich, the people, they said, we are rich. I feel like the church of Laodicea is a perfect example of the church of America. I am rich, I have become wealthy, I have need of nothing. And the Lord says, but you do not know that you are wretched, that you are miserable, that you are poor, that you are blind, that you are naked. He says, I counsel you, the Lord is saying to the church of Laodicea, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be, you want to be rich? Come get the gold from me and I will make you rich. He says, come and get the white garments from me, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed. And then he says, anoint your eyes with the eye salve, with the the oil on your eyes, that you may see, that you may see. Do not be wise in your own opinion. The Pharisees in the gospel of today were blind, although they have really nice eyes, beautiful eyes. But they are blind. Why? Because they are not seeking after truth. They are wise in their own opinions. They were wise in their own opinions about the Sabbath. And so that's why when the Lord is doing miracles on the Sabbath, they say, no, 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 no. We can't believe. And they even say, give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. And I love this blind man. He said, I don't know, man. I don't know if he's a sinner or not. I'm just seeking truth. One thing I know, I was blind, now I see. The blind man saw clearly because he was seeking after truth. Do not believe the lies of society. Do not believe the lies like, uh, that anybody else is telling us. Another way to abide in the light or to cure blindness is through Scripture. The Scripture is truth. So by abiding in Scripture, I'm abiding in the light to see. And this point was inspired by the Gospel of Asheya last night. Into Aretu, Gospel of Asheya last night. The Gospel from Asheya last night, our Lord, He says, You search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are the things that testify of Me. But you are not willing to come to Me that you may have life. We may read scripture, we may preach scripture, we may know the importance of scripture. 
All of that is great. But do you believe the scripture? Do you have faith in the scripture? I feel that people now, they do not believe in the power of scripture. They don't believe in the power of resurrection. That one can be dead, but then he can be alive. He can be alive. I feel that people do not believe these days in the new creation. They say, I'm a sinner, so I will always be like this. Nothing will change. I love in the long psalm, the long psalm, Psalm 18, the psalmist, he says, Unveil my eyes. Unveil my eyes, so I shall perceive the wondrous things out of your law. Unveil my eyes, so I can see the beauty of the scripture. Unveil my eyes, Lord, so that I can see the message that you want to teach me today from this gospel. Unveil my eyes, Lord, to see how this passage relates to my life. Unveil my eyes, Lord, to see the treasure that is in the scripture. So I can be like the merchant. You know the merchant? He went and he sold. He found one pearl of great price. And he sold everything that he had and bought that field. Help me Lord to see how valuable your promises are. Help me to see the richness of your word. To see that I am a son of God. I am a king. I am an heir of the kingdom. Help me, Lord, to see that everything else in this world is worthless. That's why I like in the next part of the long psalm, it says, Turn away my eyes that I may not behold vanity. I don't want to see the vanity of the world. I don't want to focus on the vanity of the world. I want to focus on you. Unveil my eyes to see the mystery and the meaning of this passage. You know, many times someone will come to me and ask me a question no, 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 about this. And honestly, I have no idea how to answer the question. Zero. Then the next day, I'll go and read the scripture and feed the answer is like right there. Hasadat ma'akum di? The scripture that gives, gives clarity, gives vision. This into you have to see the scripture. You have to believe in the scripture. The last way to cure blindness or to abide in the light is to be a vessel of the Holy Spirit. In August of 2003, there was a blackout in this country. I don't know if you guys remember. It weren't many. 2003, big blackout in the country. Parts of Michigan, parts of Ohio, all of New York, Pennsylvania, blackout, even into Canada. And sometimes, like for some areas, this blackout lasted like a couple hours. For some, it lasted several days. Can you imagine like the city of New York? Dark for several days. And I heard of someone who was traveling during these days, and he was staying in like a hotel in downtown. He checked into the hotel, power outage happened. And so, there's no air condition, there's no food, there's no, not like, I mean, But that was not just this hotel, it was the whole city. The whole city was not gone. Dark. And then this person, he said, I came out of my hotel at night, and I saw there was one building shining. 
and Mustagrab. Like he, this, uh, the hotel had like ten televisions on in the lobby, had all the lights and every like action, living and everything is going on. So this person said, "Oh." Well, I'm going to there to live in the light. So he went into the light and he inquired, why is there light in this hotel? And the whole place is full of darkness. And then the hotel manager said, because we are off the grid. We don't depend on the city or we don't depend on anything for our light. We have our own generators. And because they have their own generators, this hotel, in the midst of darkness, can give off light. This is true about the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. You see, this world is very dark. Very, very dark. But actually, the ones who have the Holy Spirit in them, they illuminate the world. They become the light of the world. And they, they illuminate everyone. And they bring everybody to see the light. Just like the moon. You know the moon and the sun? The sun is a luminous thing. It gives off light. The moon is not a luminous thing. It is illuminated. The sunlight shines on the moon and the moon then gives and reflects the light. The moon is dust. We are dust. But when the light shines in on, on us, it can illuminate us. And we can be light. And then we can see clearly what is going on. That's why the Acts of today, St. Peter, he's full of the Holy Spirit. So he sees what's going on. And the Holy Spirit speaking to him about visions. And you should go and see the Gentiles. The theme of Tuba is... The acceptance of all people and the Gentiles. How did they know this? Because of revelation through the Holy Spirit. So if you want to see clearly, you need the Holy Spirit in your life. That's why the great saints like Pope Krodlos, and they see everything. They see the past. They see the present. They see the future. Because their eyes are not limited the way our eyes are limited. The Holy Spirit gives them vision, the ability to see clearly. And I was thinking about, you know, when the soul departs from this body, one of the things that's written about how the, the resurrected body will be for everyone is that you will be able to see everything. Tchayil, one person who soul departs, after they depart, they see everything. They'll see the Lord, they'll see the darkness, see everything. This is the work. We can experience this now. We can walk by faith through the Holy Spirit in our life. We talked about three ways to be illuminated and to cast out darkness today. One is by the, the truth. The truth shall make you free. The other is by the scripture, a belief in the scripture. And the third is by the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. I pray today that we can remove our blindness to see the Lord's hand each and every day in our life. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Amen.